Hey, welcome to episode 70 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather Brooker. My guest today is actress Allison Munn. You might remember her from shows like That 70s Show, One Tree Hill, What I Like About You, and right now she is on Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn. So I can't wait to share that interview with you. Before we get started, though, I want to let you guys know Motherhood in Hollywood is sponsored by Up4 Probiotics. If you're going to be traveling a lot this holiday season, definitely check out Up4 Ultra. It is a high-potency performance probiotic. If you're in uh, the middle of a high-stress situation or, like I said, traveling or you're using medication, your digestive system may be subjected to an accelerated decrease in beneficial bacteria. That's what a probiotic is. Well, Up4 Ultra can help support that positive, that good probiotic bacteria. Go to motherhoodinhollywood.com, click on the up for probiotic image to find out more about how you can start creating a happier inside. I also want to tell you guys about the new Lansano smart pump. Now, if you didn't know, it is the first pump to use Bluetooth technology. What? Amazing. I know. Here's how it works. It pairs with the Lansano baby app to help you track your pumping sessions and to automatically record the date and time and duration of each pumping session. Pretty cool, right? The smart pump is customizable for comfort and helps moms get the most out of every pumping session. And this is something that's really cool. It has three pumping styles, eight adjustable suction levels, and it features a hygienic closed system design that helps prevent mold and bacteria growth with inside the pump. Pretty cool. Very high tech. Very state of the art. You guys want to check that out? Go to motherhoodandhollywood.com, click on the Lansano image, and that'll take you right to their website where you can find out more about the Lansano smart pump. Finally, there's a smarter way to pump. Hello, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm glad you're here. If you're finding me for the first time, hi, hello, and welcome. I hope you like the show. Please click subscribe if you do, and then leave me a review. That totally rhymes. And if you are a longtime listener, first-time caller... (laughs) Hey, thanks for sticking around. I'm having a good time. This is episode number 70. You guys, I cannot believe I've done this 70 times and I still love it. I know I when I first started Motherhood in Hollywood, I kind of wondered how long I would do it. Because you know how you get excited about something and you, you go, yeah, I'm going to go all in. And I can honestly say... I still have just as much fun and I'm enjoying the interviews I get to do just as much now as I did with episode number one. And I hope you guys are enjoying them too. So if you are, please take a minute and leave me a review on iTunes and also tell your friends. Tell a friend, eh? Say, hey, check out this podcast. There's a lot going on. I have a lot of great shows coming up, including this one right now that you're actually listening to. Um, I interviewed my friend Allison Munn. And Allison Munn has been working as an actress for quite some time. You guys, I know, will recognize her from shows like What I Like About You, that 70s show. She was on the short-lived Carpoolers, if you'll remember that. And One Tree Hill is what I think a lot of uh, people might recognize her from. But right now, my moms and dads who are listening might recognize her from Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn on Nickelodeon. And I met her when I actually filmed an episode of that show. I think it's been two years ago now. Uh, I played a kind of, um, I don't want to say butchy, <laughs> 
kind of a like janitor slash truck driver lady. But yeah, she was totally butchy. She was very doodly. Uh, and I like that. I actually get auditions for stuff like that a lot. And I've always wondered if it's because of like a vibe that I give out or if it's because I'm just chunky monkey and they're like, well, you know, let's just throw her in this part because she's fat. Uh, it, it doesn't matter to me. I'm happy to play those characters because I think they're fun and I have fun with them. And But anybody who meets me is like, what? You're so wacky. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so I'm excited to share the interview uh, with Allison with you guys today. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. We had a great conversation about Hollywood and the expectations of Hollywood versus the expectations we put on ourselves as actors and performers in this business. So hopefully you guys can understand and relate to that a little bit. Uh, what else is happening? Oh, in Los Angeles, if you're in the LA area, the LA baby show is coming up um, the, on Friday, November, excuse me, Saturday, November the 5th and 6th. If you guys want to go and check that out, I tweeted out some information or put some info on my Facebook about it. If you want to go. And what else? I got to go see Trolls this last week. That opens on November 4th. DreamWorks had a really fun party that was like so trippy. And, you know, we Channing and I, here's the deal. So the party was supposed to start at like 4.30 in the afternoon. And I was like, well, I don't know, because, you know, I'm trying to get her to bed earlier. And uh, but I was like, it's kind of a once in a lifetime situation to go party at DreamWorks. Let's go. So we get to this party and... Channing is tired and she is cranky and she was not wanting any of it, which made it hard for me because it looked like a lot of fun. Like it was a really fun party. There was uh, dancing. There was a huge candy table with like every colorful candy you could imagine. They were making uh, cotton candy with designs like in heart shapes and spirals and stuff. There was lots of picture opportunities. There was a donut wall. Get out of here. Like a whole wall of donuts. And, um, she just was not wanting to be there. And it was really hard because I was like, well, I kind of want to be here for, to help promote the podcast and, you know, help, you know, have a good time essentially. But then what do you, you've got your child who's clearly not having fun. So, uh, we kind of stepped to the side a little bit and talked about it a little bit and, you know, she got some food in her belly, which made a huge difference. And then by the time we got up to the movie, everything was fine. So, it's not all like, you know, roses and sunshine. I know a lot of people put their pictures up on Instagram and their pictures on Facebook and like, look how much fun we're having. Everything is rosy and perfect. And it's just, it's just not that way all the time. If it is for them, great, more power to you. But it is not that way for me all the time. And uh, I don't ever want people to think that it's, that I'm trying to present an image of perfection because I certainly am not furthest thing from it. Um, but anyway, so that's kind of what's been going on our week. It, I, uh, I put up a video on Wonderwall. The nice people at Wonderwall asked me to do a little review of trolls. I put that on my Facebook page. If you want to go check that out, it's also on my YouTube channel. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I've started beefing up my presence on YouTube. I'm doing some fun videos cause that's what uh, the pros tell me I need to do. So I'm doing it. I'm doing fun videos on YouTube. So go and find um, Motherhood in Hollywood on YouTube. You can also listen to the podcast there uh, if you're so inclined. And what else? Oh, I want to do my mom mentions. Can't forget about the mom mentions. Over on Twitter, thank you guys for following me at MIH Podcast. I want to say hello to Katha at Katha and Michelle the Trainer at Michelle Trainer. Thank you for following me. And the other 
F word. That's T O F W series. Uh, it looks like it's a new comedy web series with a bunch of ladies. I love it. And Joyce Watson. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to follow me at MIH podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter, motherhood. Oh, wait, I already said Twitter <laughs> on Instagram. Sorry. Uh, on Instagram at uh, motherhood in Hollywood and on Facebook at motherhood in Hollywood. I totally live streamed um, kamikaze this weekend. I did a little Facebook video where I was just wandering around with Chris and we were checking out all of the costumes and stuff. It was so much fun. So definitely make sure you follow me on Facebook so you can catch more of those videos. I actually love doing those. I, I loved, I used to love doing Periscope too. I don't know if anybody's still doing Periscope, but I used to do that a lot cause I thought it was really fun, but, uh, I'm going to stick to Facebook. I think, I don't know. What do you guys think? Anybody on Periscope anymore? Uh, that's it for my mommy monologue. Here is my interview with beautiful mama actress, Allison Munn. Do you talk about your kids a lot or do you like to keep them private? Like, you know, I, their I, identities? Don't, I don't have a problem with it. And I, I, I didn't, you know, with, on Instagram, I kind of like to show my life um and that's my life right now is just you know mostly my kids it's usually just sitting in restaurants watching my children eat things that's like that's basically my whole life <laughs> yeah and so if I didn't eat if I didn't very slowly <laughs> oh my god and messily uh, it drives me bananas so if I, I feel like you know I I want to post those things but then I worry um then I you know I worry about putting them on the internet yeah um but then I just kind of feel like that's where everything's going. I, you mm-hmm. just, I, 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 I know I've, I constantly go back and forth about that too, because part of motherhood in Hollywood is showing the no, mother side sure. of, you know, my, my life. And that means posting pictures of her and, you know, people are like, Oh, you're making money off your kid. And I'm like, I'm not making any money. <laughs> yeah, like, so, I don't know what you think. I, know, I don't know what you, uh, what you think I'm making uh, uh, with this podcast. Money is flying but, out the windows. Yeah, I know. Look out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's a weird, there's a lot of judgment mm-hmm. when you put your kids on there, but mostly my concern is like privacy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, um, I know our kids go to school together, go to yeah, preschool together, but together. I don't talk about where they go to school together. Oh yeah. I no, I say would, the name. No, I never tag. <clears throat> if I'm somewhere, I never really tag it unless it's a post later and maybe I'll tag where it was if it's nowhere near yeah. my house yeah, or anywhere that I frequently, you know, go to with my children. I, I'm really careful about locations and stuff like that, but, um, that's the stuff I do too. And I had to tell <clears throat> my husband, like, stop geotagging everywhere yes, you are. Yes. Like quit it. And he's like, Oh, why? And I'm like, cause there's crazies. Right. There's or if crazies. you're on vacation, I think it's absolutely crazy to be like, yeah. Oh, the whole family's here. Right. Right. No one's at <laughs> no our one's house. No one's at our house. I wonder Ooh. what's happening there. The keys under the mat <laughs> you know that's, that's keys under the mat <laughs> that's dangerous oh my god so no, you try true. to you know but try to and you know. have um well we should I want to start first of all by saying where I first met you was yes um I had a small small little part on uh your show Nikki Ricky Dicky and Don yes you were hilarious <clears throat> that's very sweet and Thank I fell you. in love with you that oh, time that we so met nice. yes I feel like I that was mm-hmm. my second um full-on like sitcom kind of experience even mm-hmm. though it wasn't in front of a live audience mm-hmm. um are we supposed to reveal that uh, no that's fine yeah, okay totally <laughs> <laughs> i just realized oh, spoiler alert yeah, you know um, those, those <clears throat> well-kept <throat> secrets of <laughs> children's television <laughs> TV. um the other one the first one i did was for an abc show called work it and it was in front of a live audience work it and I tested for work. It. Did you really? Yeah. I, it didn't, I was on episode like six and it didn't make it past episode three. So my episode actually never oh, aired. Oh, bummer. Did you get to see it though? Like did they, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. 
It was you. You dodged a bullet. You dodged a bullet on work it. I think I uh, did. You audition for the wife for the mom. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. No, there was a girl at the office, like a real oh, cutesy yeah, yeah. cutesy girl at the office. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. That, okay, I yeah. I can't quite remember. It's um, yeah. It was not great. It was not okay. a great moment in television. <laughs> it was. Is that the one that was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Where it was the two guys who were. Mm-hmm. Um, Gonna no. dress up as women because to get they were back in the workforce. Sales reps or something. Yeah. And there are no, there are no men jobs. in that game. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, I remember. It was a little silly, look a little okay, silly, but concept. it is a sitcom. Yeah, you know, they're all they're all supposed to be. Yeah. Um. So uh. So that was kind of my first one, and then the one, but I only went in like the day before for rehearsal, and then showed up the night of for taping. It was super fast. But the first one I did that was like the full week mm-hmm. was on Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn, and um, I was super nervous because. That is a nerve-wracking process oh that you go through every week because you have your you have your table reads, your rehearsals, you have lots of notes and changes, changes, and then you have like the network come in and give more notes and changes, and it's what is that like every week to be on that kind of? Do you feel a lot of pressure? Um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I came up in theater, so this is actually the closest sort of thing that I can do out here that's not theater. Absolutely, yeah. Um, because, you know, you're putting on a small play every week. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot, I will be honest, it's a lot more fun when you can do it in front of an audience. Um, because you do, it does fill that, that, that live audience. There's nothing mm-hmm. like it. You know, you can, you, you guys, the audience and the actors can play off each other in ways that you just can't recreate in this setting. I mean, the poor camera operators and the crew, they're supposed to laugh. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we'll <laughs> sometimes we'll be like, All right, John, I heard I heard that fake laugh. Let's do <laughs> You know, thanks, thanks for trying, you know, because yeah. they are trying to give us like the rhythm because mm-hmm. we do we do and the kids need to know where the laughter is gonna come in because they're they're going to add a laugh track. Um so if we just barrel through the jokes, then yeah. you know, so we do need to have a sense of timing, but the fake laughter is just like it's just like a stake in our heart. Uh. Um although I was on a show, <laughs> um I, what I like about you, I mm-hmm. did that show for uh a few years and um they had they had a live audience and it was so much fun. They had a DJ, they had like door so prizes. Like a big party. It was so much fun. I mean, every time I hear that song, Go Shorty, ish a birthday. Oh. We're gonna it was during that time. It's like I can oh, like, take you back. Um so that was always just I'm blasting. Um but they did hire five or six professional laughers. Shut and there was this up. woman. Is that a job? Yes, or it used to be, I have no idea. But there was this woman who sat front and center, like three rows back for every single episode. And her laugh drove me bananas. And I don't know if it was a natural was it, laugh. It oh, I'm like, sure it, it wasn't. Went, if she's a professional laugh, It's one of those like weirdo laughs that make other people laugh around you. You know, like they just, I guess it's an infectious laugh. But I I had heard her, they had hired her because I, I, I had done a couple of pilots with the WB before I got on What I Like About You. And maybe she was just sort of in their, in their little in their group, group of, laughers? of laughers. So she had been that's on other so pilots that I had done. And I was like, oh my God, that's that lady. It's this laughter that just would send like tingles down my spine. So, you oh know, my gosh. <laughs> there's that too. Where, so, it is it can it can be also distracting yeah but um no to get back to your original point it's it's like putting on a small play it's a lot of fun but I will tell you even you know on a show that's not you know the, the hit show of tele it's not like the big bang theory or something mm-hmm. it's it, it's still incredibly nerve-wracking you feel an intense amount of pressure because our writers are so fantastic and so talented um and they write these great scripts and you want to give it you want to do it you want to give them, yeah, yeah. you want to do it justice. Yeah. You want to give them the best performance so that they can hear their words. And when 
it's like if I bomb a joke, mm-hmm. you can feel it, and the tension <clears throat> is like so thick, and you can see them scribbling. But isn't it also possible that they've just written maybe a not so great joke for sure? And, oh. and you know what's so we smart? as actors put yes. so much pressure on yes. ourselves to be like, oh, I didn't make that funny. Well, maybe it just wasn't funny. And a lot of times they will they will own up to it like a hundred percent. I always feel like it's my job to to make it funny. Like yeah. I have to find a way and you're right. Sometimes it just doesn't quite, it's just the words right. aren't right. Um, but, and, and the writers are so smart on a Monday. I might be like, Oh, this feels a little funny. I'm not going to say anything, but it mm-hmm. feels a little funny. I swear they see it. They almost always see it. And, and by Tuesday it's fixed. Yeah. Um, Tuesday is the day I hate the most. Tuesday is Monday's tough because we, we get the script and we have to put it on its feet in a few hours. Yeah. Usually with a, with a, with a, the way a sitcom normally goes, you get the script on Monday, you have a table read, you might do like a light, rehearsal but you don't have a run through that day Mm -hmm. usually your first run through for for the writers is on and for the producers is on on tuesday Mm -hmm. and then wednesday you have your network run through so you've had three days to really work it well we do our network run through on tuesdays because we need three days to shoot yeah so we shoot wednesday thursday friday you most shows shoot tuesday uh, thursday and friday um why do you need three days you think it's because of the 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 kids kids because because there's so many kids there are a lot of kids and when we first started they didn't they didn't know anything. They were very they're so green. they're amazing now. They their yeah. learning curve is it's incredible to watch. But um, we still need we just still need the time. Yeah. We need we just can't get through it. And that's why we don't do an audience show either because we can't just go through t- with an audience show. You go through your scenes twice, maybe mm-hmm. three times, and then you're done. We might do a scene. We might do a four line exchange of a scene a few times just to get that right and right. then move on just because when you're working with kids and it's not just our core kids we have so many kids all that come their in friends, that all the of, kids yes. from the school and kids and a lot of those kids are world. inexperienced so you just you can't you can't count on being able to get through things quickly um yeah so anyway tuesdays are just the we have to get our rewrites from Monday. The things that didn't quite work on Monday, they try and rework it on Tuesday. You're really gunning on Tuesday to keep those jokes in. Because also, if I if I bomb a joke, it's out. Yeah. Uh, and I really I really want my jokes. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so do they then take it away from you? Or? Sometimes, if it doesn't work. And a lot of times with, you know, you're, we already have X's over our heads as the adults on a kid's show. Yeah, I was going to say. You know, and I get it. Who When I was a kid, I didn't want to want, <clears throat> I didn't really want to watch adults make jokes. Be the funny ones, um, yeah. It's, it's, um, I, I don't know. I, I am also stopped by a lot of parents who watch the show and they say, oh my God, thank God for the parents. Thank God for the parents. You guys are so funny. It's what keeps me watching. And I, I think anything that keeps parents watching with their children is a mm-hmm. good thing. Um, and I do think that Brian, the guy who plays my husband, mm-hmm. that we're able to provide that. Um, yeah. but so Tuesday run through comes, you know, and you're looking at a sea of people. You have all the writers and producers and so then all of network. And it's all the network. It's all the people who are basically in control of your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you can imagine if whatever your job is, if you go have to go in every day and do like a presentation for like all of the big wigs and the, the vice presidents and whatever. Um, and then at the end of it, they could go, well, that sucked or, Hey, that was great. Or whatever. Like, it's just right. so much pressure. And I, you know, even I've been in this game for a really long time mm-hmm. to the, like Tuesdays are just, I still have a little bit of a nervous, like sweaty palms before run through. I, 
worried about the way I look. I want to look because these are the people that hire you and can fire you and you want to. But would they though? This is my question. Like you're an established character on this show. They're not going to kill off the mom on a kid's show. It would be a very special episode. It would be a really special and sad (laughs) episode of Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Don. I don't know. I just always feel like that, you know, we're, 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 you know, I, I would hope not. Do you I think f- that we provide a valuable you yeah. know, part of the show. I think we are a valuable part of the show, and I would hope. Do you feel, <clears> as <throat> an actress, a lot of pressure to look a certain way or to maintain um, your gorgeousness? <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely do, and it's funny because I am not in the category. I never have been in the category of the pretty girl, like the modely sort of girl. Really? I'm usually that girl's best friend. That's um, so funny to me because you're gorgeous, blonde. Thank you. You're very sweet. Like, but I, I, so luckily I haven't had to have that extreme pressure. Um, I will take it. That's great. All those, you pretty girls can go and have those jobs because mm-hmm. there is a lot of pressure with that. I can't give imagine. Me, give me an idea of like what, and you don't have to get specific if you want, if you don't want to, but like what kind of pressure <clears throat> do you feel? Do people come up to you and say, hey, you're gaining a little bit of weight or is wardrobe like, oh, these pants are not fitting you anymore. Or, hey, you're getting some lines in your face. What what kinds of things do they <laughs> say that make that would add like that kind of um, they are very kind. This is from this is like coming from from my track, which is not the beauty. I'm always like the funny girl, but the funny girl still has to be cute. Unfortunately, sure, like you sure. still have to be skinny and cute right. and pretty, and because that's real life. Yeah, right, exactly. Because <laughs> look around, isn't everyone isn't just so everyone beautiful? real thin and gorgeous? <laughs> um, no, it's um that that gets into a whole separate thing. Like uh, fittings are my nightmare. I will stress about a fitting for because. Or, or, you, whenever you know just the, the average person goes to try on clothes and don't you hate like staring at yourself in the mirror and like I, I hate shopping for that reason well mm. this is added pressure you're basically trying on clothes for an entire hour hour and a half mm-hmm. where people talk about your butt in yeah. front of you yeah. they say oh you know what that one hugs you know what sorry honey that's a little hippie that is definitely not your your style or oh. and they're they're they have to talk this way because that's their job their, their, job. their job is to make me look good their job is to protect me from all of my imperfections you know but they talk about them and that really stinks Mm -hmm. um and as nice as as nice and as um uh sweet as our costumers are and they they never say anything they don't really ever say anything negative they're fantastic they were really nice I read between the lines. Yeah. So, you know, it is, it's not their fault. It's, it's probably my fault. I, they'll, they'll say, no, honey, that's not quite right. I'm like, oh yeah, because my ass is so big. That's, <laughs> that's my problem. Yeah. That's not, but it just feeds, like you were asking, it, it just sort of feeds insecurity. the insecurity. Yeah. That yeah. we as actors naturally have because you're putting yourself out there to be judged, mm-hmm. um, on camera constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine what the pressure would be like being on a show regularly every day. What do you think yeah. is happening? Have you been watching This Is Us? I just saw the pi- – I, I, I haven't watched any television. I feel really bad because I have a couple of friends who are on shows that I actually need to support. I'm mm-hmm. recording it all. Um, I watched the pilot of This Is Us, and I absolutely loved it. What do you think is happening? Like, there's a really heavy lady on there right mm-hmm. now. Do you think that, that that's um, an anomaly? Or do you think that we're going to start seeing a trend of, P- of TV shows putting more, quote-unquote, real-looking people or curvier people – um, and maybe take some of the pressure off, or do you think it's just sort of like a trend at the moment? I think it's a trend at the moment. Me I really too. do. I do and too. I hate that. I like, would love to say that because I've asked my friends about this, and I would love to be like, "Yes, this is, this is the way TV's going." But yeah, 
I, I, you know, you have uh, Molly, Molly McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Sorry, my brain is not. <laughs> no. told you, my coffee. No, it's Melissa fine. McCarthy, who is, you know, I think she is amazing and incredible, but I, I, she's you an, can almost she's hear an anomaly for sure. You can hear network executives going, oh, she's a bigger girl. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get our bigger girl in our network yep. because, and so you, then you have Rebel Wilson, and then you have, so. There's literally two. Are there two? There's, I'm trying to think. No, back. there's literally well, two there's... that you could name. You name Melissa McCarthy and Rebel Wilson. Those are the two I think, as far as like, you know, the uh, creating roles for bigger girls now. And I absolutely agree with you that there's probably networks going. Now we need to get a, a chubby gal on. We need to get a bigger girl. Which I think so messed up because then mm-hmm. it becomes then you think that they were hired because of a gimmicky hire mm-hmm. when they are truly incredible comedians in their own right. And right. it's just not fair that they're sort of labeled with that. Totally. But it's just. One of the other BS things that happens in Hollywood, how do you, okay, so thinking about then your role as mom, Mm -hmm. um, how does that kind of stuff make you feel? Do you ever take any of that home, any of the insecurities or stuff that you have to deal with? Do you ever already, like, you try to kind of keep that to yourself and not let your kids see you going, oh, my ass is so big. Oh, I will never (laughs) let my, I'll, I'll never let my kids hear me say that mm-hmm. um, my husband has to hear it <laughs> mine does too though mine does too and he's like well it is no <laughs> you know Nate so my my son is so funny we do this thing because on Tuesdays this this Tuesday that drives Tuesdays make me so nervous um the one benefit to that is we have an early run through on Tuesdays we do it at like 2 30 so I'm out by 3 30 and that's just so cool to me so I go straight to pick up from Mm -hmm. our school and I'll pick up my son the nanny's with my daughter at home um so I still I have about an hour to play with and we usually do this thing I call donut Tuesdays so we'll go get donuts and Nate always like, mommy, it's just so crazy. You don't like donuts and you oh. don't like yogurt. I because we go get frozen yogurt yeah. too. You just don't like it. And I'm thinking, oh, honey, <laughs> you have no I idea. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't. I always tell him I don't like it. It's not really my thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Instead of saying I can't have that, I'm not eating that, or I always say I'm just not hungry right now, which is usually true. I'm not hungry. Right, I do right. want that donut. Right. I just shove it in my mouth, even though I'm not hungry, but I'm not going to. Right. You know, so he thinks that's I just incredible like self-restraint because I would be like, give me that donut. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, the problem is I usually have just gotten through with a fitting where oh, my, yeah, my ego has been like, shattered. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, it's also part of this. I in the past five years, I've had two babies mm-hmm. and my body, I don't even know what my body is anymore. I look at it. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this thing that's right. attached to my head. Right. Um, yeah. It's got to be kind of, it's got to be definitely a mental block to get over about like what, what you look like versus what everyone else thinks you look mm-hmm. like versus, you know, trying to have just some self-confidence and being like, this is just who I am. Let's just deal with it. Hollywood. I will say, like, as I'm getting older, it's definitely coming. And I always heard that that was going to happen. I was mm-hmm. like, not me. I'm riddled with insecurities. <laughs> uh, it's happening. I just – and it's not that I'm becoming so much more comfortable with – I mean, it's it's not like I look in the mirror and I'm like, girl, you banging. Like, it's not it's not that. <laughs> it's I care less what other people think. Yeah. And that's a big um, – that's a big part of it. I just don't care. That's why I literally – I will post pictures on Instagram where I have no makeup yeah. on – and my hair looks crazy. <laughs> and people are like, um, why did you post that picture? Because a lot of my mom friends in the mommy world will post these pictures Ugh. where they look amazing, like full hair and makeup and gorgeous, like they just stepped out of the salon. And I'm just like, meh. 
that's a problem with social media. I there was a I, I was originally I, my son started preschool at a different preschool, and there was a mom there that was um, on social media as a as a mom, you mm-hmm. know, as a, as a, a mommy blogger, um, like or, a sort of, but um, yeah. and she very lifestyle, very aspirational, oh, yeah. and so she, I would see her, and she would look like she had been hit by a truck <laughs> like she looked like all of us you right, know right dropping her kid off at school yeah, yeah. and then a few minutes later she would post oh preschool drop off uh, always a pleasure <gasps> and it was a photo shut shoot up. from like well, who knows Months when ago, yeah shut yeah up. where like she did look amazing and she was wearing beautiful That's clothes so and her hair I and nails that. everything was done yeah it's so fake but I had followed her before I even so I kind of like I was a little bit of a celebrity sighting when I saw her at sure, the school. sure sure um and it just, it kind of blew it all apart for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. In the best way. Was it Gwen Stefani? It Who was Gwen it? Stefani, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody nobody would know even, by the way. It was just somebody I happened to Because end I up feel following. like Gwen Stefani always has on, like, makeup and hair, and she's, like, in full rock star mode constantly. I have a friend who is friends with her, and they're, he'll, they'll post photos sometimes from, like, just a play date or a birthday party mm-hmm. and yeah she looks like she looks she's gorgeous she's, she's amazing so right yes. i'm like <laughs> yeah she just her and i feel like heidi klum also those are mm-hmm. the two moms who i feel like just walk around just being gorgeous do you ever follow do you, do you follow chrissy teigen yeah mm-hmm. that one yeah I mean, give me a break really like that's just not fair and i don't feel like she's even trying that hard she yeah. just is so damn pretty i feel like though she might be Really? And that's oh, the, please tell me. And that's well, I feel like she might be trying harder than what she lets on. Okay, good. I that, that's that just makes my impression because nothing on the internet is real. Nothing on Instagram or you know on Facebook or whatever is real. Okay, that makes me feel better. Yeah. it really does. I feel like because I'm, I, sh- you know, come on. Nobody I just don't understand wakes who up can in like hair and makeup. And, I still don't understand this mythical person who can be a mom, work, and also make food for everyone. <laughs> that's yeah, what I don't. I don't. Yeah. That's what I haven't figured out yet. I cook dinner. Oh. Sometimes, I mean, how? but it's a lot of time I just throw stuff in like the crock pot. I mean, I'm from Oklahoma, so I love a, a lot pot. of it is fried and crock potted. But um, so it's just super easy. And then you know, by six o'clock, everything's ready to go, and I could be like, "Look, I made this meal." When really, I've been like sleeping. That's great. <laughs> I or like. I just cannot pull it together. Computer. I can feed. That part of it's also my problem. I have mm-hmm. like my son's a really picky eater. Um, my daughter is just now sort of eating like she's only one. So she's like 12 months. Just doing like like finger foods foods and and stuff. So I feel like I make his meal. I make her meal. I do this thing where I like kind of stir in dog food, not for my children, for my dogs, uh, with wet dog food. I was like, whoa. (laughs) So I, I kind of prepare a thing for my dogs. It's really fast and easy, but it's another preparation. Yeah. So I've got my son, my daughter, the two dogs. When it gets around to, to me and my husband, when my husband gets home from work, he gets home almost like right when I'm putting the kids down. I can't do it anymore. We'll get back to the interview with Allison Munn in just a moment, but I want to tell you guys quickly about Up4 Probiotics. If you've ever been curious about what exactly a probiotic is, well, I can tell you it's a beneficial bacteria that resides within your gastrointestinal tract. Now, what does all of that mean? It means when you take a probiotic, it reinforces the healthy bacteria within your gut. Who doesn't want that, right? It can give you an increased immune support. It can help your digestive system. There are numerous benefits to taking a probiotic. If you'd like to learn more about it, go to motherhoodinhollywood.com and click on the Up4 Probiotic image, and that will take you right to their page where you can find out how Up4 Probiotics can work for you. You can also find them in your local Target store in the vitamin and supplement section. If you'd like to take some home next time you're shopping at Target, just head up there and uh, grab some Up4 Probiotics. 
I also want to tell you guys about the new Lansano Smart Pump. It's the first pump of its kind to use Bluetooth technology. And here's how it works. It pairs with the Lansano Baby app. Yeah, there's an app on your phone and helps you track breastfeeding and bottle feeding sessions, diaper changes, and your baby's growth all of the touch of a finger on your phone. That way for my new moms who are so tired and you're exhausted from being up all night with your breastfeeding sessions, you don't have to worry about grabbing a pen and paper and writing all that down. You're probably already on your phone anyway. So you might as well open up your Lansano baby app, pair it up quickly with your smart pump and you're good to go tracking all of your breastfeeding sessions. Pretty great, huh? The Lansano Smart Pump also features a hygienic closed system design, and that's super important to help prevent mold and bacteria growth in the pump and motor tubing. So keep that in mind when you're checking out the Lansano Pump. Go to motherhoodinhollywood.com. Find out how you can start making the Lansano Smart Pump work for you. What does he do? I know he's, he's a, an actor too, he, right? He was an actor for a really long time, and then like a few years ago, he had an opportunity to switch careers, um, and he's a producer now. Oh, Full-on wow. producer, That's loves great. it. Um, he's most of the time in the office. He's in development um, from like, and he's at the office from like nine to five, ten to six, something. So like somewhat that. more normal hours than like actory hours. Yeah. For sure. Um, but then there, there, he just came back from, he was in Vancouver for two months and that mm. really sucks. Yeah. Um, because at the time I was How in full production. How did you manage? Did I, you have to get like full-time help? For some of the time my mother was here, which oh, was incredible nice. help. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I had to get, who was I? Talk about Gwen Stefani. I had two nannies. Oh my so. gosh. Look at you. No, I had a backup. Big like deal. I had somebody who came, cause my nanny has two children of her own. So she has to leave at a certain time and she mm-hmm. can't get there before a certain time. So I had to have somebody come and pick up extra hours just as, while my husband was gone because I was in production full time. Yeah. There was no other option. Um, now, you're from South Carolina, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and I'm from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about how you grew up, but I didn't have a nanny. Oh, no. And the idea of a nanny was very, like, she-she. Like, oh, excuse me. Right. Who do you think you are? Right. Well, I come out here, and when um, – <clears throat> I remember I was talking to my boss. Um, I used to work for a local news station here. I was telling my boss, like, I'm going to have a baby. You know, she's like, oh, great. We'll have to start, you know, researching nannies and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, nanny? I'm not going to get a nanny. Like, who can afford a nanny? And um, as I learned more about it, everybody out here has them. It's mm-hmm. not the dirty word that I sort mm-hmm. of um, had in my mind, you know. Um, and now I'm like, I desperately wish I had a nanny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. who, can I, who can I hire? Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel the same way. Like, I didn't, I mean, I honestly didn't know a single kid who had a nanny yeah, growing up. me neither. I don't know how they did it. I guess, did the moms not work? I think, well, I think it was moms. I think also family. Family stepped in. Like, my grandma. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. It's so foreign to me. My family's all the way across the country. They're all so far away. Everybody in LA is is just so, there's so many transplants here Mm -hmm. that we don't have our families close by. But back home, my grandma was there. My great grandma took care of me most of the time. And um, aunts, uncles, you know, that sort of thing. And that's really sad, too. Like, we had a, my, my son, I had a different nanny with my son. And, she ended up getting um, <laughs> getting get an a offer. TV show? No, she got, oh. <laughs> she got better. She probably got paid higher than an actress on a TV show. She got uh, an offer to go and work for kind of a very big celebrity. Oh. I don't even. I think I was paying her. I don't. I forget. Like fifteen, eighteen dollars an, an hour. hour. I don't yeah. know the going. That's rate. about average. Yeah. I think she jumped to like seventy dollars an hour. It was something <gasps> insane. That's crazy. And guess what? She was the night nanny. 
She was just she sleeping. She was the night nurse? She was just sleeping. No, not even a oh, night, the nurse. night nurse. This was for children who were already like three or four. Wow. So she would go and take like from 7 p.m. until 7 a.m. And they had, she had a bed. This is in case the children woke up. Just in case they woke up, not mm-hmm. if they were actually having problems. Yeah. And she was getting paid that amount. I was like, well, I need <laughs> go with God. Job. I'm so happy for you. But I need a different career. I'm trying to keep her in our lives because that's the close. <clears throat> it makes me sad that my son yeah. doesn't get to see his grandparents every day. And aunts and uncles i do my sister just moved here um in oh, the past nice. year so that's i saw her she looks oh, just like you yeah yeah <laughs> she's cutie pie um it's great because it, remember her i think i walked up i went up to you at um whatever the end of the year barbecue was or something oh, at, the yeah, school, at the school and i was creepy standing behind you like i know you, <laughs> no, from you somewhere. <laughs> i know this you probably get this a lot but i no, i actually think i know you yeah you're like no we actually know we each actually other. Know each yeah other. and we did yeah um so it's good to have my my sister here but i am trying to keep these people in my son's life because that is the closest thing sort of that we have to family. Yeah. It's yeah. It, that's, that is really a challenge for LA actors and LA transplants because you don't have your family nearby. And mm-hmm. I think that's a, a, a big reason too, why so many people hesitate before they have kids because when you're out here and you have start your family, you literally are fending for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy thing to do. And if you don't have the means to pay for an, a nanny or childcare, it can be really daunting and really frustrating to especially to continue your career oh my gosh like if or just to be a normal like just to think Mm -hmm. about uh, it's so easy to lose your life once you once you have a child oh that's that's a it's it's a it's a cross we all have to bear but when you think about okay if I want to just go out my husband and I we're going to go out and see a movie most nannies so let's say you know it's 15 20 dollars an hour they, they require four hours minimum. Yeah. Or it's not worth their time to yeah, come watch your yeah. child. I so have, think about can, that money just walking out the door before you even spend the money on yeah. dinner and in a movie. It's, it's. I can recommend a place that only has a two-hour minimum Ooh, if you would like that information. Two hours. And the, they're really great. Really? Yeah. That's great for like auditions and it stuff. It is. Yeah, that's what I use them for if I need to. Like I actually have really amazing friends who have wow. stepped up, the ones I was telling you about who um, maybe don't have kids yet or in like various life stages, have been amazing to step in and help because... That's incredible. I'll call them and go, hey, I have an audition tomorrow afternoon. Are you free? And they're like, sure. you know, And they'll come over for a couple hours <sighs> and they'll play with my daughter. And she loves it. And because of, of that, I personally think because of that, she's... Um, really great about talking to adults mm-hmm. she can communicate with grown-ups like you know and then at school she gets all of that kid interaction too so um it's kind of the perfect the perfect world. it is yeah. yeah it's really good and th- so my my friends have been incredibly helpful in that way they've sort of been my family out here do you feel like i need to make you dinner i need to <laughs> what do i you do, do i you whenever i i try never to take advantage of their kindness sure. i always try to i always offer to pay them mm-hmm. most of them say no mm-hmm. uh but they're all also actors too too, so I'm like, please let me yeah. give you something. Like, exactly. can I buy you a meal? Let me buy you some shoes, whatever. Right. You know, Anything. Like, let like, me just do a little something. gift to yeah. like, let you know that. Yeah, yeah. That they're appreciated. Um, and most of the time they say no and that they're happy to do it, which is just really great. That's incredible. Um, and they, everybody's so busy that recently I've had to start like getting a little roster of babysitters and stuff on standby, which I think is one thing I tell all of my mom actor friends who are, mm-hmm trying to figure it out I'm like get get some babysitters who are willing to be sort of on standby check out services and stuff like that so that when those last minute auditions pop up you can you know have somebody to call you can have a way to um a backup plan that's what I'm trying to say sure it's just not so stressful yeah it's hard like especially with with my first kid I was Mm -hmm. even just hiring a nanny I was 
I, we ended up going through a recommendation, mm-hmm. but when I was just looking through profiles on, you know, this care.com or yeah. any of those you sites, you're like, oh, for sure they're going to sell my baby on the black right. market and I will right. never see him again. Right. Um, that for me, it was so hard to trust those sites, but mm-hmm. from, so, and then I've ended up having <clears throat> two separate nannies that I've gotten through friends, mm-hmm. but I will say all my friends that have used sites like that, or mm-hmm. they have had incredible experiences. They found wonderful caregivers. Um, yeah. And so I, you well, I've know, had some, I had some bad ones, but Did I also you? had the I had some bad ones where like they either didn't show up for the interview oh. or they showed up like two hours late. <laughs> Great, yeah. So Why like, come? It's not gonna work. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not gonna work. But there was one that that my that um I did get, and she was amazing, and I'm really sad that she's like working now. She has a regular job, a real job. Um, but uh, yeah. So childcare is always a constant um battle when you are. On your off season mm-hmm. of your show, are you still auditioning for other projects, or are you kind of like taking it easy? Or, um, that's a hard question because in my head, what I would like to do is just <laughs> my <laughs> goals are different than my actions. My goals are just go, go for the gold, go, go Constantly back out, be, be a machine, hustle, yeah. hustle, hustle. Why not? You have a nanny, you have a system in place right now to where you it. can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had seven weeks off and I did not have a single audition. Of course I didn't rattle the chains really. I didn't, you know, yeah. I didn't, I didn't try to get any, um, but and I you just, just sort of enjoy your time because you're allowed to do that. Like, well, you, you know, what's so great. This break. is such a, this was, this was seven weeks. It was such a golden time. I'm all, I'm always been, I've always been on shows that are on the bubble. I've never had like a, I've never had a show that we knew was going to come back for five more seasons and I could just, so I'm, I always have this panic and anxiety in me that about where's this, where's the next job coming from. Right. Um, so this, we just had a seven week hiatus where I knew I have 10 episodes. We're coming back to 10 episodes. I knew when I was in it that it was this golden cloud of an opportunity to mm-hmm. just kind of relax um and, you know relax is in quotation marks yeah yeah, yeah. I have two kids but um <laughs> it was it, I kind of allowed myself to do that a little bit we went to Palm Springs I saw I went to see Dolly Parton at the bowl <gasps> oh my god it was, was it amazing <laughs> I saw a view from the bridge at the I Amundsen like I did some things yeah. that I wouldn't typically do if I was in production because mm-hmm. it's just too or too much. if I was trying to so, you know, I kind of lived to my life or like a normal person and enjoyed it. And how did that feel? It felt great. Yeah. It felt really great. <laughs> and because I, I know you're getting ready to go back into production yes, next week. So are you just I'm, like, <laughs> you know what? I'm really glad to get back. There's something about having um, other because you know, it, it's such a uh, being a mom is so isolating mm-hmm. and you're kind of just in your house with your kids, which is yeah, great. But also you need it. other stimulation. Yeah. So um, I'm, which I'm is happy. why this podcast exists. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for coming to my house. Like, Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> you're saving my life Yay. this week. Um, I, I'm happy to have adult interactions. Right. And I love, love, love my job so much. Um, I couldn't be happy there do you feel ever do you ever feel any like guilt at all like where you're like oh I'm here I am you know away from my kids and like doing this amazing show because I know some actors stop acting when they have kids because Mm -hmm. they don't want to be away from them so much um no but when my kids will go through phases sometimes where they're a little clingier Mm -hmm. and when I walk out the door if there's a child raising their arms up at me and saying mama mama and crying yes I feel horrible on the drive but then I get to work and I'm fine yeah yeah (laughs) you know I'm okay I think it's good for kids to see their parents going off and and having a life life. yeah and making a life uh you know working for something and hustling I think that's I think that's an important lesson to impart to your children yeah um I at least I try and think of it that way 
No, I love that. No, it's true. I mean, I, I, I have to remind myself of that too when I go off and do stuff. Like sometimes I take Chan with me to auditions mm-hmm. and she's so great about it. She's like, me and mommy go to audition oh, and I'm going to sit adorable. quietly. Next thing you know, she's going to be in a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think about that, but I just, I don't know. I can barely get myself to audition I sometimes. Hear you. I can't I'm imagine trying to haul her all over town too. And the, the, I feel like the kids' auditions are so fierce. Oh, they really. And like every, I have a friend who's, whose daughter who's is doing in it? that game. And yeah, they drive up from San Diego. Oh. Yeah, it's oh incredible. Uh, good. And but the kids always seem so insincere, and I'm sure they're all lovely. Don't mm-hmm. hate me. No, no, no. I get it. I, I see. I see kid seem, actors. I know every you day. do. Yeah, I, know I mean, I am. They just seem like they're not genuine people. They're all trying to be caricatures of what they think mm-hmm. they're supposed to be, and that drives me a little crazy. There are a few that come through, and you can just tell this kid wants it. Yeah, and that's really fun to see. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've seen some, and I'm not saying with our core group of kids, uh, right. the, the the four kids on our show. Right. I, it's like I said, we have so many. Yeah. Children guest stars and recurring guest but stars. But you that can kind see. Of you can you tell can the see. difference. You can see which parent where where it's the parents' dream, not the kids' dream. That's so interesting. It's really sad. Do you see a lot of momagers and dadagers? Oh my gosh. I have stories I can't talk about. <laughs> Go on. No. It's it's sad. It's yeah. it's creepy. Are they like it's yelling duplicitous. at them in the corner like it's... get this right? Oh yeah. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to say so many things right now and I can't. Oh no. Yeah, it's I've seen stuff that almost feels like abuse, but mm. you know. Well, this is why we need to go and have coffee, coffee <laughs> yeah. outside of this and then you yeah. could just tell me all the dirt. <laughs> um all, so you mentioned quick uh, briefly that you were on um the show with Amanda Bynes. Mm-hmm. Do you still talk to Amanda Bynes? I don't. You know, we lost touch right at we were cuz she tight. went a little cray. Yeah, I don't know what I truly don't know what happened there. Um mm-hmm. we were really good friends. In mm-hmm. fact, like she lived at one point like across the street from me and so she was in my house at all times. Like yeah. we were very, very close at the time. Which was a little weird because I was twenty You were older than seven? Yeah. Twenty eight and I was playing eighteen. I was playing yeah. her best friend. Yeah. Um that was just that was a very strange part of my life because I was Because she was how old then? She was she had turned 18? eighteen on the show. Yeah. Or she was seventeen. She was I think maybe sixteen when we started. Um, yeah. and I was maybe turning twenty nine, thirty. Yeah. You know, I was significantly older playing her age and I was always you know you're you said it's it's hard to think about once you're on a show getting axed I always I saw a looming axe literally over my head because I was so I I felt like I was miscast in a way because I was so much older than she was and once everyone figured that out I think everyone probably knew but Mm -hmm. once everyone I mean my friends knew the cast knew obviously but like once I'm sure network knew but once I my in my brain I was like oh my gosh once they figure that out I'm gonna be Axed, and it it was it was a constant refrain in my head for three years. I actually saw a therapist oh, to help me deal with my anxiety about being fired. It was it's such a from strange, that show in spe- specifically. It turned or? into a thing. Wow. It kind of turned into a thing. It's fed my anxiety my kind of my whole career. I'm always and I, I hate that's one of the things I hate about this profession is that you don't really have job security. Um, it 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 is always stresses me out I swear every table read I'm like let me just get through this and not get fired because I've seen so many people fired right after a table read oh wow oh yeah so many times um it it, it really uh it, it's been the sort of the one thing in my life that has caused me anxiety I feel like when I was a you know just because of various you know, way my family was growing up I used to have like fear of abandonment yeah. and then I met this amazing man and that kind of went away but what replaced it was fear of being fired fear which being is fired. kind of the same thing that's so interesting because this business is so um it's a freelance by nature mm-hmm. so they can and 
fire you on a whim. And also I think his California is like an at will state. And uh-huh. I don't even think about California laws, even covering right. actors and stuff like that. Cause we're so ingrained in SAG and you know, all that. Exactly. I, I, it's so crazy to me that that happens that you could get hired for a job coming. I mean, I've heard of people like shooting the pilots, shooting a couple episodes and then getting let yeah. go. Like look what happened to Eric Stoltz and, um, Michael oh J. My Fox. God. Yes. With Back to the Future. Yes. They filmed for six weeks on that movie. <laughs> and then they were like, this isn't working. I can't believe that. Like I really, I couldn't I, believe it when I, so when I crazy. read that. It would have been a totally different movie. Um, but, um, yeah, they made but the right choice. I just feel like it just happens. It's the nature of the beast. It hasn't happened to me yet, but I mm-hmm. also don't get large parts. I mean, most of my parts are pretty small. So if I go in and I mess up that one line, <laughs> you know, they could literally just grab the the background person no, behind me and have them do it. No, but I have literally seen that happen a lot. I, even on just, even on Nikki, Ricky, Diggy, and Dawn, it mm-hmm. happens a lot. Really? Where it's a guy with a couple lines, they don't quite like the way he's saying it, and the next day there's a new guy, and I feel <gasps> horrible oh, wow. for the old guy. For the, for the other the guy that guy didn't even that know? Didn't yeah. Um, I, I can tell you, I have... The most pressure I've ever felt was on your show. Really? Was on Nikki Ricky. I get it. There, people would not believe it. Yeah. Because it's a kid's show. Yeah. But there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. And I, I only felt nervous when all of a sudden everyone was um, there for the, I think it was on Oh, no, maybe it was like Wednesday or whenever the net or the network run. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's run. my that's my horrible day. That's my Tuesday. That's it why was I go get donuts with me yeah. after. <laughs> well, you should, but you just <laughs> but watch him eat donuts. I watch him eat a donut, which may be adding to the anxiety <laughs> of my Tuesdays. Smell of it. It's no, no longer tre- donut Tuesday. It's maybe anxiety Tuesday. Treat yourself to a donut. Maybe that will help take the edge off. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> but I remember feeling like, oh my god, they think I'm terrible because yes. you start looking and you see people like stepping to the side and whispering. <laughs> And it's then you life. see people kind of look at you and then they nod and they whisper and then they make the movement where they like are they cutting the throat. No, I'm just kidding. I'm glad that you're saying this because I want to tell you from my perspective, your performance, everyone loved. Oh, that's really nice. People were so happy to have you there. They are said you They talked sure? about you. And I know you think your part wasn't big. People talked about you. They're like, oh my God, she was awesome. She was hilarious. Are you sure? That's really nice to hear. Because so I think I it's feel- good for your listeners to hear both sides, to hear what you thought was going on in your crazy brain. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then what was actually going on. Yeah. We loved you. That's nice. And we thought you added to the scene. You were hilarious. You That's were really good. I felt like I was letting the writer down because the writer. <laughs> we always do. That's the right. writer came up to me and said, "This I wrote this character. It's one of my favorite characters I've ever written. And then, of course, I'm like, oh, God, I have to nail these three lines like never before. And it was just like a tremendous. I just didn't want him to be disappointed. And then I see him like step to the side with the director, Shannon Flynn. Oh, Shannon's fantastic. Yeah, she's yeah, so great. Her. Um, I'm she glad had, she was directing that episode. That's yeah, funny. she was. I think she's actually going to come on the podcast too oh, in a couple weeks because I need to interview hi. a director. Um, and uh, I remember they were talking, they're whispering, and they were like pointing at me and like all this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And you yeah. just get nervous. So I, I, and that's on a very small level. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine week after week, day after day, having that kind of level of scrutiny, I understand that you have some anxieties and some Mm -hmm. frustrations. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm, I'm fascinated with how you're able to still keep going. Cause I think people, when they see the final product are just like, Oh, it looks like they're having so much fun. And we are. And you are. Yeah, we are. I do want to make sure I say that. But it's still a job. It's a job. It's a job. And that's, I'm telling you sitcom and I'm sure, you know, sitcom is its own special beast. It is. It doesn't look hard, but it's, super hard it's super hard and there you have to be the kind of person that gets that energy um we have had 
actors who are very good mm-hmm. come on the show and they just can't quite hit the rhythms and the beats because they don't quite know how to. And a kids know, show is different. It's so a much kids show bigger. Is so, it's it's, so it's much its own more, very very yeah. tiny special beast. Yeah. Um, and my the my my acting part the guy who plays my husband Brian mm-hmm. is amazing and hilarious and we talk about it all the time about how you just have to have this one very it's a very weird skill mm-hmm. and if you can do it then you can do this it's not even sitcom it's kids show sitcom it's a it's different kid show yeah. sitcoms a totally different beast yeah. and now I'm scared because I haven't been auditioning well because I had a baby so yeah 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 <laughs> I don't want to sound like I've been completely lazy no, no I no. I had I grew a baby inside of me and then had it and then uh, you know I don't think anyone thinks you're being lazy <laughs> I don't time. think anybody thinks but that. that's why I haven't really auditioned in a few years because I was kind of doing this mom yeah. thing for a bit but I'm really terrified that you know once I go back out there Everything's gonna start be auditioning the, again. Yeah, I'm gonna so. I'm gonna go in for like a C, CSI and do kid show sitcom <laughs> acting because that's what that's my that's my instinct right now. Is that the murder weapon? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the murder <laughs> weapon? <laughs> I want to see that version yeah, right. of CSI. The sitcom version of CSI would be amazing. Oh, we gotta do that. That would be so fun. Oh my gosh, that um, would be fun. moms do CSI. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I am excited to see kind of like what happens next. Are you so you know you have one more season, or are you we, waiting? We're to- finishing out these ten episodes. Okay. So we were very fortunate and excited to get. Um, and then we'll see. Typically in this world, they do uh, three seasons and you're out. And this is our third season. But um, that's true. Sometimes they go longer. Sometimes, occasionally, they will go longer, and we're doing very well. The audiences seem to love the kids, and the kids are. We we were a young show when we started, and now mm-hmm. they're like 13, 14. I feel like they're getting into the core demographic of yeah. Nickelodeon. So I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that we'll get another season. Um, I don't want to say goodbye to these kids yet. I don't want to yeah. say goodbye to this job yet. To I the love regular job, so yeah. I, this was like big surprise for me. I'd never done a kids show. I had just had a kid. Uh, I'd had my first son, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, I, I really the only job I want to go out for because it was pilot season I only want a sitcom because I want to be able to take him to school and pick him up from school Mm -hmm. and there aren't that many anymore there Um, aren't it's a it's dying breed sure so I you're kind of relegated I mean if you're not on one of these big ones that stay forever like on you know Big Bang Theory or Mm -hmm. you know mom or two broke girls um you kind of go into the kids show realm and I had not I had no idea how professional and I, I, I didn't have a um, point of reference for kids shows. Mm-hmm. My child, my child at the time was watching like Barney mm-hmm. and um, Blue's Clues. Oh, so nice. I, I really thought that's what the production value. And by the way, I love Blue's Clues. I right. think Blue's Clues is a fantastic show for kids. Yeah. Um, but I, that was the production level I was expecting. <laughs> Yeah, and then I, yeah. I literally brought to work. I brought like wardrobe and makeup on the first day because I didn't oh, know. Oh, you didn't know. Oh my gosh. And I get there and it's <clears throat> the, super profession. We're at par- Paramount. Yeah. The, Every hair and makeup has been on. They're from Desperate Housewives, and yeah, like they're yeah. all. Everybody is because, you know, everybody's half the crew I'd worked with on like other sitcoms, other shows and like Seventy Show or What I Like About You. Like mm-hmm. I knew them all. It was just a. I was so excited and happy to be in this world of you know of, of people that I you know have been. We've kind of bumped into each other throughout our careers. It's a small town. Like it I've is. ran into I've run into makeup and hair people before that I've done other shows with. Yeah, so. it's uh, or they at least they know their best friend is on yeah, that show and they work right. with you. It's um I was so happy when I I was shocked and and pleasantly surprised and happy when I first started the show. Um, Do and you think I, you want to continue doing like? this type of show or I don't would you know like if it's a this because I, I don't I don't know this world I just know this one show mm-hmm. that I've been on and I would do this until the end of time I would do this until season 10 I love it you know yeah. so much um I don't know I don't know what the other what the other uh sets are like but this one is they, they, we've all become family and 
it's 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 a great place to work. I mm. love it. Well, I had a wonderful time. Well, so we loved second, having you. Um, I feel like the only thing your show is missing is another visit from the old truck driver, the <laughs> old need, janitor you lady. You know what this episode's missing. <laughs> this episode is missing. I know, right? <laughs> we need. Um, I did have that song that we sang. There was a song we sang. It had it looped in my head for what days was it? days. It was like, sing out, out loud, loud, sing out proud. Every voice That's is it. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Yep. That was oh, it. Oh gosh, uh, that song killed and me. And now it's gonna be in your head. And I was super pregnant at the time, so I had like my patience was even like at mm-hmm. a lower level. And I remember that drove me bananas. But, yeah. Yeah. Because it was over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, well, kid shows. Um, well, I'm excited to see kind of like what happens next. Of course, we'll be watching the show and we'll be cheering you on. Thanks, and thanks. maybe I'll run into you at school. Maybe not. Probably not. I feel like we're probably on opposites. Well, when I'm in production, schedules. I kind of pick up late, which I hate having to do. I pick yeah. up like around five. Yeah. Um, so, and you're not there that late, are you? No, uh uh-uh. And a lot of times my husband will do drop off. So I can I feel like work. I've seen. Your husband drew drop off before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I can but get But I to don't work. want to be the, again, I don't want to be the creepy lady that's like, hi, I know, I don't, you don't know me, but be I'm the creeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be the creeper. So he's really weird. nice. He's awesome. Um, He does hold the gate open for me, which I appreciate. Oh, see, he's from the South also. Oh, so he learned where's that he from? There. He's from South Carolina. We grew up oh, together. Oh, nice. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. You grew up together as in like, together like you knew each other we knew each other in the same town we in the same town we knew each other he was my best friend's boyfriend but like she was 12 they were 12 and then we lost touch for a few like th- for a few years yeah. and then like came back together and got married and had babies get out of here that's <laughs> so cute yeah. i love that yeah it was cool i mean we didn't get married we didn't start dating until we were in our 30s but yeah so it's not like we dated that whole time yeah 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 but it's that's sweet. so sweet. Very romantic. It, it was is. obviously meant to be. It's so weird if you think about a kid right now. Like if I had a 13-year-old son, look around at his kids and say, oh my gosh, he, his he friends. Could say, he could marry one of these people. One of these people. It's like, terrifying. Nobody would ever think that. It's you terrifying. Know? I, I mean, Chan- you know, our kids are in preschool, uh-huh. so I look around at the preschoolers and I'm like, mm, no, you're no, not good not enough. Not that one. <laughs> not Booger Joe over there. Yeah. Oh my God. Get so away Booger from. Booger Joes. Oh, just, oh, so gross. Keep your kid at home when they're sick. gross little germy little creature. I know. This the snot that just dribbles down their face. There's one particular kid in my son's class that never yeah. doesn't have like I don't know what he looks like without snot on like, all over his face. I wonder if it's the same kid. I'm thinking. I know they're in different classrooms, but oh, I but wonder if it's the a... same. Because you know they could they merge together yep. at the end of the day. Oh, I wonder if it is. <laughs> I blame him, even though it's not his fault. I blame him for every sickness that comes into our family. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like it's that kid. Yeah. Oh, oh Joe. Oh, Joe. Oh, Booger Joe. <laughs> Yo, Booger Joe. <laughs> We're such assholes. I love it. Or I am. I am totally. No, I'm an asshole too. Um, <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for Yay, coming on the show. Um, I do follow you on the Instagram, but just oh, in case cool. people don't know where to find you, where can they find you on the social media? Oh, okay. I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm, I'm Allison Munn. I'm just my name. A L L I S O N Munn. Munn. Um, M U N N. Um, on Instagram and on Twitter. Awesome. And so you guys, those social medias. Yeah. Do I don't you have really. a website? I I don't. Should I? You should have a fan page Please or Please talk to me about that. Go. But no, I know actors, though, have actor websites, Yeah, right? I have heatherbrooker.com. I forget to tell people that I know you're there, trying to end this podcast, but yeah. I do have a question. No, I'm not. Actually, I'm not. Uh, it might actually be something that people would want to hear. Um, when I got out of the... <laughs> I have had... I have said I haven't had any auditions. I did have one audition mm-hmm. for something... Um, like I don't know six months ago mm-hmm. and I was so scared to go to it because I was like what is this I, I haven't been to audition in like two or three years are people 
do they do they cold script still? Do they have iPads? Is it like on their Google glasses? Nobody's using iPads. Is somebody like listening? If I see like, someone with an iPad and audition, I'm gonna be like, you're a douchebag. But I had no idea. So yeah. now I'm also feeling like I'm kind of behind on this website thing. Like, do I? So it's where I would like host a reel. I don't think and, you have to have a website. Do most actors? You're on TV. I think if you are not on TV regularly, you should have a website. Yeah, but pretty soon, in a in a couple of months, I'm not gonna be on TV regularly. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> so um, I um, think, well, in my opinion, I think. The website is mostly for actors who um, are not discovered yet or are not working regularly okay. who want to have like a placeholder. I think also, too, it's just good to have something to have your website in case one day you want to launch like a clothing line mm-hmm. or write a book or have a place that can be the hub for all of your um, output. And your branding. Yeah, all of your branding. <laughs> um, yeah. I think in that way you would want to have a website, but I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you have to. And do I need Google glasses to read my scripts no. at auditions? Oh, oh my God. Okay, what <laughs> What else like, from the future? Can I a imagine? A big nerd. You walk in there and be like, just a minute, let me get my Google glasses on. It's part oh of my, my God, character. My husband once tried to convince me to hold the baby in the Bjorn, like, because I couldn't get a sitter for an audition once. Oh, he, to he tried. He's like, just take him. It's fine. He's adorable. Just put him in the Bjorn and, yeah. like, bounce him while you're while you're. Was doing. it a mom audition? No, it was oh. just, like, a regular, I don't know. Criminal. Like, Criminal Minds audition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you get cast a lot as the murderer. The murderer. Um, I take Chan to auditions, and even when she was a baby, I just put her in her stroller and just park her on the side and be like, what? What? This is it. <laughs> this is, I'm a mom. Me. What are you going to do? Come at And me. I'm telling you, she's like my good luck charm. I've booked a lot of stuff with her I there in the room. That. Yeah. And oh, she'll go so in, cool. and she'll just sit down on the chair, and she'll watch and then um because you have an angelic child my children are little devils <laughs> like honestly i couldn't either one of them i couldn't do that I, she's been going with me though since she was about two months old so she's pretty used to it uh-huh. that's one thing that um you know i know a lot of moms hesitate in taking their kids but i mean obviously depending on your kids yeah. maturity level or your comfort level mm-hmm. like some people can't focus there's been a lot of times where i can't focus because i'll be watching of her course. out of the corner of my eye yeah. i had an audition one time for a gangster Okay, because of course, look at you. Look at me. Well, I mean, the fact you were a truck driver makes me laugh too. I know, right? Yeah. Um, It's because I'm fat. I think people go, oh, she's fat. Then that's all the truck driver, like Russian mafia. I would love to like go Gross. to an actual truck stop and, and be see like, who what truck. They're probably truck all is. very thin and fit, guys. Um, Weather. Uh, I just see like a. I just see a man in his like wrinkly 50s. and yeah, smoky. Just, just totally smoky. And um, but I was like auditioning for this gangster, and they, they I was like holding this gun out. Oh my god! <laughs> like I had to like shoot somebody, and my daughter is sitting over there just kind of watching. And I, she had seen me practicing oh at home, god. so she knew what I was gonna do. And uh, the casting director gave me a redirect and some notes and stuff. And I'm yelling. I'm like, get down. That's amazing. <laughs> it sounds so stupid when I retell it. But I'm like, get down on the floor. And um, as we're leaving, Channing goes, good job, mommy. That was scary. And I'm like, thanks. Uh, what if she was like, I have a few notes for you. Right. I would die. One day. Knowing yeah. my child, one day, she totally would do that. I feel like you should... That is a hilarious, like, sketch. You yeah. should turn that into something. That's really, really funny. She's so... Yeah, I would love That's to... That's so funny. Like, a really violent, like... <laughs> audition. Uh, where just this angelic little child is looking up at their mommy audition. Yeah, it's yeah, hilarious be like, good me. job, mommy. And I'm like, thanks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. Like, the casting director was really nice. You should have taken nice. a longer beat yeah. on that second line. Before the, before the shooting. <laughs> I oh didn't understand God. where your motivation was coming from. Like, all mommy. <laughs> These are the lives we lead as mom actors. We get to do fun, crazy, ridiculous things in front of our children. (laughs) Sometimes not. Yeah. 
Um, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. You guys, if you want more information about Allison, I will put it up on motherhoodinhollywood.com as well as links to all her social media there. And um, remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama funny. Balls.